you're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, this is Anne-Marie Cross, money, marketing and mindset business coach with another episode of Coaches Connection jam-packed full of great tips and strategies to show you how you can build a successful coaching business. Today on the show, I'm going to be talking about niching and why it's important to think small if you want to grow big. I'm also going to the phones and actually someone has sent me in an email question and uh, we're going to be helping Michelle answer the question, how can I get over my lack of confidence in getting my message across to my ideal client? So I'll be spending a bit of time answering that question and of course I've got an inspirational tip to help you have an incredible week. So I want to share that with you a little bit later on in the show as well. If this is the first time that you've joined me on Coaches Connection series, it's a real honor that you are here. And this show is all about you, all about helping you build the business of your dreams, doing what you love. And if you've got a question, then I want you to reach out and ask me that question so that I can answer it in an upcoming show. And I know the type of topics that you're going to be interested in listening to. So if you're calling in from Australia, there's a couple of ways that you can connect and leave a message. When you do, I want to know your name, your business name, and of course your question or your comment. And what I want to do in an upcoming show is play that and share that with the world. So ring on in from Australia on this following number, 039-708-6930. If you're calling in from the US, the number to ring, 520 520-777-9610. 520-777-9610. So that's if you're in the US. And of course, if you're listening from the website, then all you need to do is just click the button on the right-hand side, which says send a voice message. Click on that leave your message and that'll get to me as well. So those are the three ways that you can connect with me. If you haven't already done so, I want you to, after today's call, is go to the following website and get your hands on my free, it's complimentary, it's my gift to you, my business success kit for coaches. I've put so much content in there, but it really will help get you started. And if you've been in business for a while, this is also going to be really helpful for you as well, because there may be some key foundational items that you have not yet put into your business. The web address to get your hands on the business success kit for coaches is www.bizsuccesskit for the number four coaches.com. So biz, B-I-Z, success kit for with the number four coaches.com. Write that down and uh, make sure that you sign up and get access to that after today's show because there's a lot of great, great content in there to help you build the business of your dreams. Let's move on to today's topic, which is all about niching and why thinking small is going to help you grow big and build a successful business doing what you love. And of course, that is reaching out and supporting your ideal clients. 
Now, the topic of niching is one that some people really get behind, as I do. I think it's just so very, very important. But then you have other people, other business coaches and other people that I see write articles and support, you know, coaches as well in their business, which have another line of thinking in that it's not important to niche. In fact, just go out there and coach anyone and everyone and get as much experience as you can. Now, that line of thinking really kind of angers me or saddens me, actually. It doesn't anger me, it saddens me in that, yes, I think it's really important, especially if you're a startup coach, if you're a new coach and you want to be able to really refine your coaching skills because obviously you want to give the best support to your clients. And so I think getting out there and really refining and practicing your skills is important. However, I think it's so very important to also think about niching as who you want to serve. Because if you take the approach of working with anyone and everyone, particularly when you're looking at your marketing, and what's marketing? It's really getting that message out there about who you are, what you do, the services that you provide, the solutions that you offer. If that's too broad, you're not going to be able to position yourself in a strong way out there in the marketplace. There are many other people who have probably gone to your coaching school to learn how to be a coach and they too are marketing. And when you think of the internet, not just local based coaches, but also on the internet, there are literally hundreds of other people who are providing a similar service to you. Now, I'm not saying that to make you feel negative, to make you feel sad and think, well, how on earth am I going to to stand out? There are a number of key ways that you can stand out, and I'll be covering some of those in upcoming shows as well. But in this show, I want to cover niching. When you understand who your ideal client is, what really keeps them up at night and how you can provide a solution to their challenges, that is going to really support you in developing and bringing out to the world a strong message that is going to connect with your ideal client. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. So what's really important whilst you're still getting out there and practicing and refining your skills, it's also very important to have a focus, have a focus on who it is that you want to do your best work with, who it is that you want to attract and continue to build your reputation as a specialist in your field as you're continuing to work with those people. You'll find your business will rapidly grow. And I've got lots of great examples as well of that, you know, myself as well as, you know, other clients that I've worked with too. But here are a couple of things that you'll find if you don't niche. And unfortunately, I've had many, many conversations with coaches who've been out there for a while who are feeling so despondent and so you know frustrated because they're doing lots of marketing. They're doing all of the things they're being told to do. In fact, one woman, she invested thousands of dollars in uh, you know professional support to help her build her business, yet she really wasn't making any leverage. She wasn't making any money and she certainly wasn't getting paid what she was worth. And when I had a look at all of the steps that she put into place, while she was doing all the marketing, she was out there on social media, she was doing you know, free webinars and tele-seminars to really get her message out there, she wasn't leveraging. Why? Because she hadn't thought about her niche. She wasn't targeting it. She was trying to offer it to anyone and everybody. So she hadn't niched and she hadn't really thought about her signature brand either. 
that and how she was unique and quite distinguishable in the marketplace. So no one was listening to her message. Whilst they were signing up to the free call, they certainly weren't stepping into her paid programs, which was really, really very sad. So it can be very difficult to sign up a client because they don't see you as the person to really support them because quite often you're not using the language that they are using the keywords, the key phrases that they are using to describe. When I say they, your ideal client that they're using to describe their problems and they're just not connecting with you. So that's one other problem that you can have if you don't niche. Another problem that I find that people can have if they don't niche is that they are seen as a commodity and that they're not specialising, they're not being seen as a go-to person in their field because they're offering too many services, it's too broad and they're marketing to everyone and, and anyone. You cannot get paid what you're worth or it's very difficult and it's an ongoing constant struggle if you don't niche, if you don't position yourself as a specialist, if people don't see you as providing a specialised service in a particular area. You don't want to be seen as just another commodity. You do not want to have to have pricing conversations with a client to justify your prices or a prospective client if they ring up. I mean, I've been there many, many years ago before I niched and I tell you what, I would never want to return to that because getting off the phone and again having to justify my rates was just draining. It really drained my energy and I felt horrible and for the rest of the day, it would often be at the back of my mind and really keeping me quite distracted. So those are just a couple of reasons why you want to start niching because those are not problems that you want to have in your coaching business and you can turn that around by niching. Let me give you an example for myself. I'm a business coach. Now, there are many, many other business coaches out there, some who I have really good friends with. But one of the differences of what I do is I help other coaches get paid what they are worth. That is my passion. That is what I stand for. I cannot stand it when I see incredibly gifted women and men, of course, who are out there developing their coaching businesses and who are unfortunately undervaluing their skills and who are being undervalued by their ideal client and by their peers. I mean, that really annoys me. And so what I do is a lot of my programs and packages help people to design and build a really strong brand, get out there in the marketplace and be seen as a specialist so they get noticed, they get hired and they get paid what they're worth. So my entire focus is really all around that and it fits around that and that is where I have developed and continue to develop my name. I can be a business coach in social media, I could be a business coach in you know finances or you know I could specialise in those kind of areas as well rather than just saying well I'm a business coach and I help anyone and everyone. I don't. Whilst I could support a lot of different people who are in business, I've decided that I really want to niche and support service-based business owners, heart-centered service-based business owners, specifically coaches, because that's who I'm passionate about. I've been there and I share a lot of the things that I've learned along the way and all of my programs and my systems and worksheets and templates and webinars and tele-seminars are all centered around helping other ambitious, 
heart-centered coaches step out in a big way in the world to create the business of their dreams. That's what I enjoy doing. And so that's why I'm really concentrating on that. As another example, imagine that I was a life coach and I was going to a networking event and I hadn't met anybody in the group and I stood up and I was going to introduce myself. And I'm going to use two different ways as an example. And I want you to listen out to see which example would really attract your attention. Okay. So say I stand up and I'll say, hi, I'm Anne-Marie Cross and I'm a life coach. I can support you if you are undergoing really some stressful, anxious situations. I can help you in that area. If you are suffering from depression and you really feel flat in your life, then I can help you in that way too. If you're stuck in a job that you really despise and you don't know what to do next, then I can really help you find a job, you know, job of your dreams. I can help you in that area. And by the way, too, another area that I can support you in is uh, if you are a smoker and you want to give up smoking, I can help you with that area as well. Okay, so that was one example. But imagine if I decided to niche. Okay. Now, even though I could help all of those different clients with the different modalities and programs that I offer, but I decided that I want to support people in smoking, giving up smoking. But imagine I stood up in that networking event and I introduced myself like this. Hi, I'm Anne-Marie Cross and I'm that Kick That Habit Forever coach. So if you're someone who's been struggling for years to give up smoking, I can help you quit smoking and regain health and wellness in your life in just one session. So those two examples, you can see how one was very broad, listed a lot of different things, where another one was really focused on something that someone may be struggling with, and that was to quit smoking. So you can imagine if someone was in the group that was had been struggling with giving up smoking, or if they knew someone who was trying to give up smoking and yet had failed many, many times, that would really get their attention. So you can see how when you niche, you can be really, really focused. There's so many benefits that if you niche, you can leverage and repurpose your marketing material because you don't need to rewrite things again and again and again. It all works together like pieces of a puzzle which strengthens you so that anytime anyone hears you or they read an article or they read your bio or you've created a video or however you're getting your message across and out there to your ideal client, it all works to supporting you in building a reputation as a specialist in your field because you've taken the time to niche. That's why it's so very important. So you don't feel like you're doing lots of marketing and it's not really sticking. No one is taking any notice. So that is certainly a benefit. So what are some ways that you can niche? I mean, I spend a lot of time working with clients in defining their niche and defining their ideal client. But for today, I want to give you some tips that will really help you get started. Now, firstly, you want to define who your ideal client is, their demographic. Who is he? Who is she? What are they struggling with? What are the books that they're reading? Where do they hang out? What do they say when they describe their problem or their challenge? What are the words that they use? You want to know your ideal client intimately as best as you can so that Everything that you write and that you share really speaks to those problems, speaks to the challenges and provides solutions to what they're struggling with. That's just so very important. Another area that you want to think about too is where can you specialize? For instance, there might be a 
some background that you can draw upon plus of course in harnessing your newly learned skills where you can start to really niche and specialize in a certain area so sometimes you can specialize in a specific skill or a specific area that you become known as an expert or a specialist in that area so there's a number of different things that you can specialize in but those are two really important things to think about who's your ideal client understand them fully and of course thinking about how do you want to specialize what is the industry or the key skill or the area that you want to become known as a specialist in and really start to build your profile in that area rather than being a jack of all trades and a master of none you want to select a particular area where you can become known as a specialist in so start thinking about niching start thinking about smaller don't try and be all things to everybody because then you'll be known as a jack of all trades and a master of none you won't be able to get paid what you're worth you won't be able to leverage your marketing you won't be able to really position yourself as a credible specialist in your field if you continue to be all things to all people and not niching so make that an action step that you will do from this day forward let me know how you go there's a number of different ways that you can connect with me the numbers again are if you're in australia 039-708-6930 if you're in the US, 520-777-9610 or send a voice message right here from the website. Now, if you're tuned in from iTunes because you've subscribed to the show and I hope all of you have subscribed to the show, I love some iTunes love. What do I mean by that? Well, why don't you come across and give us some feedback on the show? There's a little area where you can go on iTunes, you can rate our show, you can leave a comment and just by doing that, that really helps us get our message out to so many other coaches as well and I really love and appreciate your support in that area. If you are listening from our website, you can leave a comment down below, you can share and like us on Facebook and a lot of different other social media platforms as well that we've uh, listed down below the show blurb would love for you to share that with your community all right so that was today's topic niching why thinking small is going to help you grow big stick around because I'm going to answer one of your questions Okay, so today's question is from Michelle F. And she asks, how can I boost my confidence? I have a lack of confidence in getting my subject and my message across to my ideal client. Now, Michelle, I think so many of us can relate to what you are saying in that we find it difficult to stand up, to introduce ourselves, to really share the information about what it is that we do and how we can help our ideal client. You know, as women particularly, we are so good at disregarding our what I call your inner our inner brilliance. And this is the gifts and their talents that we um, have to offer our ideal clients. So one of the exercises that I really want to encourage you to do is to write down all the things uh, that you have been supporting your clients in achieving or the things that you can support your clients in achieving if they were to or when they invest in your services. How can you help them? What are the benefits? And I really want you to think long and hard about this and generate a list of about 15 different things. 
Because when you see those particular things, and some of these things can be achievements that you've already helped people in previously, whether it been your ideal clients already that have stepped into your programs, whether it's been people in your personal life that you've supported, you know, what is it that you have really shone? I think it's also very important to realise that for especially for heart-centred, service-based people who really care about our clients, what often will happen is, particularly for women, men have this too, but I know that us women are really good at this, is devaluing our strengths, our skills and our inner brilliance. It's where we stand out and how we can support people, particularly in this case, your clients. So it's important to take some time and really start to recognize your skills, your talents, your gifts. It's so very important. Sometimes we can't see these things because they come to us very naturally and therefore we take them for granted and we undervalue and devalue them in that way. So I want you to spend some time in thinking about situations in your life where you just stepped into your power, your inner power, and just took off and just did something automatically. There will be times that you can do that. And I want you to really focus on this and not just brush it off by saying, oh, you know, well, that was nothing. You know what? It was something. That is where you absolutely shine. And once you recognize that, you can really harness and leverage that within your coaching business because this is something that you're just going to step into naturally as you're working with your clients in supporting them and overcoming their challenges. Another exercise that you can do is go out to some of your close friends. Now, these are the friends, colleagues, and support people around you that really have your best interest at heart. They're the ones that want to nurture you, support you, and just see you thrive and doing well in whatever it is that you choose to do. And you ask them, can you please list some of the areas that you think I really have some key strengths? and ask them to share some stories. Now, they will often be able to really paint an incredible picture of some of the ways that you've just stepped up and supported them or what they've seen you do in the general course of the day where you've just stepped into that strength and your inner brilliance. So that's another second way. So the first way is to really dig deep, spend some time and journal some of the key things that you have just, you know, allowed yourself to shine whenever something happened, whether it was in your personal life or maybe in your studies or in a workplace where you've just stepped up and supported someone or overcome a challenge or a problem, whatever it was, that's really important. So journal those things. And the second is go out to your community and ask them, where do you think are some of my strengths. I want to know. So those are two really important things that you can do. A third piece in this exercise is if you've already started to work with some clients is to see how you've impacted their lives. Where were they when they came to you? What were they stuck with? What were their problems? What were their challenges? And I want you to write all of those down. Then I want you to fast forward to where they are now. What are they experiencing now? How far have they come? How have they transformed their lives? How have they gone from, you know, A right through to C? And where are they now? Where are they most happiest? What is the differences and the results that they've, you know, been able to achieve because working with you? And when you look at those two comparisons, you know, from where they were to where they are now, the piece in the middle, that was through your support whether it was coaching, whether it was the steps that you took them through, all of those different things. 
came from you. You supported them. And through your support, that client was able to achieve that. That also can demonstrate and highlight some of the benefits, the gifts, the talents and the skills that you bring to the table. And I want you to list those down as well. I also want you to think about some of the really nice comments that your clients or people that you have you know, associated with. What are some of the really nice comments and feedback that they've given you? Write them all down. Because all of these things, when you look at it, reminds you that you have an incredible inner brilliance that can support your clients. And when you start to weave those messages into the communications and into your messages that you're sending and that you're speaking to your prospective clients, that really is going to help you bring out this inner confidence in you because you're reminding yourself that you really do have something to offer your clients. But first of all, you need to get clear on that. So those are the three key exercises and some of the exercises that I really recommend that you do to really help boost your confidence and just to remind yourself every single day of the things that you're achieving, even if they're just small steps. I say celebrate them all. And every time that you do that, your confidence will build. So I hope that was helpful for you, Michelle. If you're like Michelle and you have problems with confidence or another area of your business, then why don't you contact me? All of the details I've already mentioned, but quickly again, 039-708-6930 if you're in Australia, in the US, 520-777-9610. And of course, you can send a voice message from the website here. I want to hear your questions your feedback, whatever it is that you want to share, leave me a message and I'll play that on an upcoming show. All right, let's talk about today's inspirational tip. If you think you can and if you think you can't, you're absolutely right. Just depends on what you're going to put your attention, energy and focus on. Are you going to think that you can do something? Are you going to put your attention, energy and focus on that? Or are you going to put your attention, energy and focus on the things that you can't do? Because you know what? Depending on where you put your attention, energy and focus is what's going to show up for you in your life and in your business. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope that you can take away some great tips and strategies to help you build a successful coaching business. Until we meet again, here's to your success and incredible brilliance. This is Anne-Marie. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.